0: is Jay here with my brother Pat and uh, this is another episode of Anxiety in the Hood and we wanted to dive further today into the conversation we were previously having about consequences uh, about keeping our cool and things of that nature. Uh, Pat and I were sharing a story uh, earlier and we want to just continue that here for you our listeners now that was good bro
1: yo was good jay man just want to say you know good afternoon to everybody just hoping everybody had a good day um as jay said you know we was having a conversation so we just decided to jump on and you know hopefully give the listeners something that they could think about you know in their day-to-day lives
0: well said well said um i don't know uh how we want to start it off other other than to say that you and I we can just go from the beginning and say that you and I have a very very uh similar upbringing in fact I would say that we had pretty much the same it's like you know it's a very mirrored upbringing uh we come from the same neighborhood in the Bronx uh we've both seen and done a lot of real things that go on in that neighborhood Um, You know, and I always say that conditioning is a large part of who you are, no matter what, right? Like, you you can live to be 65, but the way you were brought up is kind of embedded in you because it's the first things you learned, you know? And coming from the urban environment that we came from, you know, the concrete jungle, we saw a lot of real shit, raw, rugged, like, and that was everyday life. So, you know, I I say that to basically say that as old as we are now having that upbringing, we still have those, those quick, those snap reactions. We still have those quick triggers, you know, the quick trigger finger of, oh, okay, this person is trying to disrespect me or, okay, this person thinks I'm sweet or whatever it is. Like we know from years of growing up in that urban setting, we know certain street situations and I um, oh, yeah. just wanted to share some of that today, if you could. Oh,
1: no, yeah. oh, nah, you know, it was so funny. Um, I was just sharing this story with a friend of mine. I was telling him about a situation where um, it was like way back in the day. Um, I think he was in the schoolyard. It was like the whole hood was in the schoolyard. I had, I think I had some type of beef or something with somebody. So I scrapped it out with the boy, but he ran and told my mom, Mm -hmm. And, uh, yo, the whole block was with me. We came back in front of my, you know, front of the building. And no lie, um, I laugh about it to this day. My mom cracked me so hard in front of the whole hood. Like, that was everybody. And I always laugh about it because, like I say to friends, like that humbled me because I was like thinking like, oh, you know, I'm going to be running out here doing whatever. Um, But I was was always, you know, kind of held to my accountabilities. But uh, as you said, Jay, we was talking about this story. And, I mean, if you want, you know, we can get into it, you know, and definitely, you know, dive into certain things.
0: Yeah, you know, our, our similarities don't end with just our upbringing. We still have similar situations, like I said, due to our conditioning. So you share one and talk about, you know, what you, uh, you know, consequences that could have been for that situation, and I'll, I'll share mine. All
1: right, bad, bad. So, yeah, um... So, you know, me and Jay was on the phone. I was explaining to him about a situation that current, well, it was not current, but it happened where um, me and another person um, came into blows. We had a fight. And uh, I was explaining to Jay how um, how the whole, situ- the whole situation unfolded where um, dude was just out there talking crazy. And me and Jay were discussing that, how, you know, we both have those, those, those feelings of, you know, this whole internet thing, talking craziness. Like he was saying, we from a place where, you know, we didn't have that, you know, internet to be talking crazy. Like if you had a beef with somebody, you won't find them. And, you know, it was taken care of or whatever occurred. So, you know, again, um, I'm not about this whole internet talk and stuff. So this guy was talking crazy. Um, and I was just letting it go. Like, he would talk crazy, you know, talk my name in the garbage or whatever. So the particular night that this uh, incident occurred, um, dude was threatening, you know, this my friend, the female. He was threatening her, like, oh, he going to do all this crazy stuff. So in my head, I'm thinking, like, yo, why boy couldn't have come to me and talk to me crazy? So I went over, and uh, I'm not going to lie. I did start like I did. I was in my bag. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was in my bag. I was like, yo, if, if boy act crazy, I'm just going to give him the two piece. And that's it. So I was prepared to get into something, but not really uh, taking account to what the consequences could have been. Like, you know, what I mean, like we could have started fighting and then the cops could have came. So, um, well, let me get to the rest of the story. Like I said, so you know, I'm talking crazy. This dude was like in my face. I was telling Jay, dude was in my face, so he was in my face to the point where it almost felt like dude kissed me. Pause. So it had to go down. Like dude was talking crazy. He was flexing. So, you know, things occurred. The fight happened. Hit him. He hit his he hit his head on the floor. And I was telling Jay, you know, um. I'm not proud to say the rest of this, but you know I blacked out i i I said to Jay and um, I'll share with y'all like i I felt like i i, I thought I was gonna take his life
0: mm. that's the scary you know what I mean man, yeah
1: and uh I really had to realize that it was not that serious, like even in the moment, like when everything stopped, I was so mad, but I also was like, I think like that's when the consequences hit, consequences hit. Like, damn, like I could have took dude's life. I could have been arrested. Oh, they could have still pressed charges. This and that and the third. But um, you know, I'm still here right now to you know be able to share that story with y'all and uh and say that you know um we were just talking that you know me and Jay. I was saying like if it had to come down to it, uh yeah, like I'm gonna defend myself. And uh I'm not gonna back down necessarily from a fight, but um I don't wanna initiate it and I I would hope that I would never have to be in that place again. So, you know, I don't know um if you have any questions on that, Jay, but you know, that's like I said to you before, like it was a scary situation to be in. And uh Yeah, I I, I, I you um, know
0: I just You know, so I want to just deep dive into those possible consequences, you know, which is our theme today. It's just, you know, I'm sure when you're in the midst of it, when you're in the throes of that, you're not, no one's thinking about any of the consequences. But, like, now that it's, the time has passed, it's like, you know, cops could have been called. We know, uh, we know cops track record with, you know, black men. Um, I don't think you would have, I don't think you would have been shown, uh, any kind of mercy had the cops pulled up while that was going on. Um, That's a- you know, uh, you, another part to that story you were telling me is the the guy did end up going to the hospital after he hit his head.
1: Yeah. So, you know, um, when he hit his head, like, like I said, you know, maybe I should have at that point just been like, Oh, you know, he hit his head or whatever, or whatever. Like I wasn't thinking about that. Like I was thinking about, like I said to y'all before, and I'm not proud to say I was, I was, it was a moment. It was the worst moment of my life. I thought I I was going to have to make a decision on if it was going to be my life or his. And honestly, you know, um, in many cases, you know, even, you know, not to mention Kanye to be bringing him up, but even Kanye said, if, it, if it's my life or yours, it's, it's going to be yours. Mm. You know? So, you know, I might misquoted that, but, like, still, like, I don't know. It was not a pretty thing, but um, what ended up happening was even after that, like I said, so with the, with that being done, you know, cops did have to be called, and, you know, I did have to confront them after the fact, and, um, you know, I had to talk to the officers, and and again, trust me, when they got there, it was like four officers, and they were all white. And honestly, they just like how they were talking and reacting to the situation made me feel like, um, you know, they they just classified it as a, another domestic dispute, and it was just like, oh, just 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 this next time, don't you know what I mean? Like it was just so like sickening to how they approach the situation because you got to look at the news now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to cap. Like In my mind, they were like, oh, stop wasting our time. We'll kill you before y'all kill each other. Mm. You feel me? So, it was just crazy because even when before this fight occurred, Ball was like, oh, we both, you know, we both minorities. We don't need to be fighting. Well, if you felt that way, then why would you talking crazy? Why would you downing another man first of all, mm-hmm. putting my, my name in my mouth to even down me? That's the problem we have right now is that we we we, we want to be in competition. I don't want to be in competition with nobody. We just need to try to grow as a as a people, but it's unfortunate that, you know, there's going to be times where you're going to have to separate certain people and start saying, all right, well, you want to talk crazy? I don't care if you're yellow, purple, orange, green. Like, we can get it on. Like, mm.
0: Hmm. It's. I mean, I just listening to your story gave me about with anxiety because I'm thinking of all the horrible possibilities. Whether dude had died from a head injury, or the the cop had like you know took you out, or whatever the case. I'm glad none of that happened, but it's just like that's the that's the dual. Life that I that I live with this anxiety, you know, is that one one moment I don't give a damn about any consequences, and then the next moment I'm in fear, like I'm in fear of like, damn, well, what if I do this and then this happens, you know, my family is relying on me, man, I'm I'm gonna fuck everything up, you know, right? That shit's scary, you know, to be in your own head like that and constantly go back and forth on I don't give a fuck or Damn, I do care, you know. So, um, well, you
1: gotta look at it like this too, Jay. Think about it. I always laugh about it because, um, uh, um, I still t- tell people, you know, what we had to do when we were younger. Not that we had to, but um, we, you you know, we found ways to um to ke- to make sure that we were okay. You know, as kids, you know, we went to to um Chinatown and getting. You know Yankee stuff and making that Yankee butter, mm-hmm. and I was talking to somebody about that, and he was laughing because he was like, "Yo," and I was like, "Bro, like you don't even understand." Like,
0: oh yeah, man, New York kids are hustlers, man.
1: That's how you had to be. Like, unfortunate, you know, moms and pops may had you know their issues, and they wasn't able to 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 keep a you know safe household over your head. So, you know, you find different ways to. To try to implement yourself, and I mean, you. I mean, as you know, like mm-hmm. think about what we came, like you said, where we came from. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to the dub, You know, one seven seven Walton Ave. Like, you know, like I can't never say that I regret like growing up in in the Bronx.
0: or like, I can't word. I used to say that where I'm from doesn't define me, but I had to take that back. In fact, I went and got it tatted on me because. like i got the bronx tatted on me because um or new york rather but just it it really is i had to leave for a little while to realize like yo i am so new york like went to live down south, you know went to live down south for a little bit and i was just like this nah man i'm i'm a real new york guy you know so i'm really grateful to uh to be back and know that it's embedded in me it's ingrained in me that's just you know where I'm from is actually a part of me and I'm okay with that. Um oh, yeah,
1: it's funny because I gotta shout out, you know, A buggy and them, you know what I mean, like I had to really look at seeing to myself thinking like even um Cardi B, you know, shout out, you know, um any artist that really came out of New York, like you gotta really look at it like it's it's almost like if you um if you go to LA and meet kids from LA, they're gonna be proud to be like, yo, I'm from LA you know yeah, what i'm saying like every so like feel, it's always a um a different approach to it cuz people always be like oh when you say all oh, from new york they be like oh where and i'll be like oh for the bronx they be like oh really like it would be like yeah so mm-hmm.
0: what was problem? yeah if you notice like, like whenever you like certain places like everybody knows brooklyn everybody knows but i guess if you say queens nah, no,
1: no cap like i got a shout out to you know to my brooklyn cats like i've met some good brooklyn cats queens Harlem. Yeah,
0: I feel like Ooh. when you go other places and you say it, like, you don't, like, the only the only time you, if you're from just, like, Manhattan, like, let's say Midtown or some shit, you just got to say New York, and they know what it is. Then if they ask what part, then you got to get specific. But if I say I'm from the Bronx, they know that already. If I say I'm from BK, right. they know that. Right. That's dope. It, it, it's funny, because, like, even today... Um,
1: a short little clip, like, I was at the store and I have my Giants my Giants shirt on. Now, we ain't gonna get into that conversation about sports right now, but uh, the guy was, like, straight up, no masks on. I had my mask on because I'm going in the store. He goes straight to my face and says, yo, the Giants suck right now. <laughs> so I laughed because I'm like, I had to. I had to laugh because I'm wearing the shirt. Like, it's I'm rubbing my you know, win, lose or not, I'm still a Giant yeah, fan. That's, like, the,
0: that's the team, bro. That's the squad, but like, yeah, we definitely trash right now.
1: Oh, yeah, he made me laugh. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm a redskin He was like, I'm a Redskins, which I didn't want to um, correct him, you know. Uh, appreciate the NFL for changing their name it and whatever, even the though... the
0: Washington team, all right? Ain't no more of this redskin <laughs> the Washington football, football team. <laughs> team.
1: <laughs> which, I'm not going to lie, they look okay. Like, it's not like they are bad, but yeah, I no. mean,
0: yeah, sports, man. We'll get we'll get into that. That shit gets deep. We'll get into, that. We'll get into that. that. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and just share a little bit of my story. You you already know full well, Pat, but I'll share yeah. it here. Um, or I'll get more into it. I, you know, um, I have to take several breaks from internet and some some from some apps permanently. Uh, It just it it triggers me, you know, I get triggered what with all my medication and therapy, I'm learning how to avoid triggers and the Internet is a biggie for me. And um, my most recent like event with a with a troll who just felt comfortable talking greasy from a screen, you know, it just I was triggered to the point of like yo I was ready I felt like you bro my story is similar like if the, if I was able to see him in person I was ready to catch the body bro like ser- le- legit like in my mind like knew how I was going to do it and everything and
1: yo there's nothing bad about that though
0: no but like remember how we uh we were talking about it like with your your situation. You said you went through stages of like, yo, you felt kind of bad. You felt like, damn, I could have killed this oh, yeah. dude. I could, you know. And I felt shame for even thinking those thoughts briefly. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like I really was ready to catch the body, bro. And when you come down from being triggered and being upset and all that, you have a few days to 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 think. I thought, right. I thought, like, yo, I was really ready to give up my freedom for some punk on the internet you know what i'm saying like i it's crazy to me but at the same time you often think someone who's dealt with a bunch of trolls you often think like yo all we got to do is catch one of them and make an example and make oh yeah make them go viral you feel me like i'm not gonna lie i wish i wish that
1: there was like a like a way where when you're on the internet, they give you a disclosure. Like, yo, if you if you gonna talk shit, be willing to put the boxing gloves on. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's how I'm saying. It's like, I mean, look, and I'm not saying I'm the toughest, bro, but I never yeah. There's
1: toughness in that. It's just if you're willing to talk b- behind the screen, yeah. we like, can you a match.
0: I might, bro. I might not even win, bro. But if you want to talk that shit, you gotta be ready to pop, right? Like, come on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you know. The the back and forth went on for a while. Personal fucked up shit was said. And it got to that point where, you know, I just offered the smoke. Like I said in the previous podcast, like I dropped the Addy. And, you know, I recognize that there are consequences for that. But I didn't give a damn about the consequences at that moment. You know, it got to almost to a point where I was ready to ascertain that person's whereabouts with intent to do you know, bodily harm or you know, possibly commit murder. Like I was I was there, bro, and it's it's sad after the fact, but when I talk to you, talk to Ben, I talk to my therapist, and I talk to my wife. They all said the same thing. Like those are normal feelings. When somebody's talking crazy to you like this, saying personal shit, who wouldn't want to violate? Like, bro, you know what I'm saying? no, no cap, Jay, and it, it gets to a point where you where you can sit there and kind of laugh about it a
1: little bit when a nigga be like, "Oh, you pussy," you be like, "Yeah, all right. Ha, ha. Nah, but i knew but then when pussy. <laughs> but then when a nigga start, nah, I, like, cause this is what I think about it. when a nigga start saying personal shit, like, "Oh, fuck you and your wife," or "Fuck your mom," mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. "Oh, corny
0: oh, shit," corny like you, like, you basically like what corny you shit. Doing I, is you cutting promos on the phone because you know you have no intention. Of getting a copy right. in person.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, there should be a disclosure online that says if you willing to jump in this man's box or be in a group chat and talk crazy, be willing to to throw hands because now mm-hmm. we release both y'all location. Let's meet up. Like, I know that's not the what we get into, but like it's just crazy because people
0: need to stop doing it. Nah, for real, for real. And then to me, um, what i thought was like yo i bet if i'm able to actually get a hold of son like i'm going to have to make it worth it i'm like you know what i'm saying if i had to put hands on son and he probably will call the boys anyway on some bitch assness i'm pro- i should make it worth it like i should really break bones like i should you know what i mean put son in the hospital too you know similar to your situation um and it's crazy to even think that way but it's, it's, it's funny to describe this, but like momentarily when we're triggered, we don't care about consequences and we're willing to do whatever um, in that moment because of how we're feeling. But my subconscious was telling me certain things like, don't, too, don't do too much talking on here because if some want to show law enforcement or whatever, this is what they're going to use. You feel me? So I just kept trying to be like, hey, you know, pull up over here. Like, I wasn't trying to do none of that. Or I'll wash you up. Like, he was talking crazy. I'll fuck you up. I, I. I'm like, no, you won't, bro. But like, <laughs> I knew my intentions were like, yo, I'm probably going to catch the bodies tonight. So I don't want to. All I said was just come over here. You know what I'm saying? Um, And you. what's crazy to me is towards the end of the conversation, I knew he wasn't on my level as far as being triggered because like clearly he was upset and that's why he was talking greasy right because i said some shit to him too that he ain't like but i knew he wasn't on my level because towards the end of the conversation he was just like yo it's whatever bro i ain't gonna be looking for you but if i see you i'll slap the shit out you i was not thinking about slap bro if i see you i'm slitting your throat fam i'm chopping you up right. into little pieces fam. like I was, I was, I was that way, bro. And yes, there are feelings of shame that come along with it when you, when you calm down, but there's also anxiety. What scares me and I was talking to my therapist about this is that I always feel like I'm one incident away from fucking everything up from fucking my whole life up. You know, Um, I, I often wonder, right. With this pandemic, I haven't, you know, Shout out to the Rona. That shit is, that shit got bodies. You want to talk about bodies? God, damn. Right. You know, um, I often feel like, you know, with this pandemic, I haven't been working. So I often feel like I'm not ready to return to the workforce. You know what I mean? What if, because when you feel like that and something bothers you and you're triggered, what happens is sometimes, at least I know with me is I take on this mentality of, all right, I couldn't do damage to the person who was talking crazy but the next person that say some shit you know what i'm saying so i could be walking into the coffee shop somebody say some shit i could be going on the subway somebody you know and i'm worried about that and when i expressed that to my therapist she was like oh you know you don't think you're being too hard on yourself when you think about it you wanted to do all these things but you didn't you didn't hurt anyone you didn't hurt yourself and she was like you really should be proud of yourself for that and that shit just opened my mind up even more. I was like, "Word, oh yeah, word."
1: No, I'm not gonna lie. And and with the last podcast, you know, I, I had to apologize because you know I had another another incident at the Sonics with that that employee. I just want to walk in a <clears throat> a righteous path. Mm. And sometimes some of these people take it out of you, like and I and like you were saying, I don't know if it's conditioning because of how I grew up. Like, from from just, like, not being that way to, to feeling like, okay, now I can't have people stepping on my toes and just thinking it's sweet. Like, I don't know what it is with me, but I know that um I'm trying not to carry that character everywhere I go because I'm not going to always get a fair fight.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's the bottom line is, you know, wherever you go, We're already perceived a certain way. Now, we shouldn't let those perceptions become us. We don't have to prove those perceptions to anybody, nor should we care. Like, that shit is none of our business. But when you're in a personal situation where someone is not only perceiving you as a pushover or someone who's not going to do anything to defend themselves, but they're in your face, like your situation was, yo. You, like, I don't think there was not one. Who wouldn't have done what you did, bro? You know what I mean? Even like you said, you you felt like you was going to catch the body. Like, you felt like you was going to take this dude life. That might have been an extreme situation in your case. But I think anybody would have at least snuffed this dude.
1: Oh, yeah. no, nah, and, and what's crazy is that I feel like, you know, for someone that's going to talk crazy, talk a big game, now there's a lot of people in the world that talk big games. But this man was talking a real big game and I feel like I don't want to ever be talking like that. I don't want to ever be caught in a situation where if somebody heard this thinking that I'm trying to be a tough guy or uh no. No, that's not the that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to let people know that if you going to go out there and talk crazy Make sure at least you're going to be prepared for what your consequences are because mm. you're bringing it out of somebody else. You're making the next man think, like, yo, like if I don't do something right now, like he's going to show people and then they're going to start treating me like this in the, in the streets. Mm. Like, sorry. I mean, like, so. This
0: episode is about consequences and there are consequences on both sides. We're acknowledging that. And I don't want people to feel like. Essentially, what we're doing is promoting violence. We're just talking about real scenarios and real situations. Um, I don't encourage anybody to act on uh, these type of feelings if you're triggered. If you can fight it, please do. You know what I mean? If you can go and get help, if there's medication that you take, uh, whatever your coping mechanism is, and we'll get into that in a future episode. Whatever it is that you do that will bring you down from being triggered and not act in a violent way and not, you know, thus causing consequences for you and your family, please do that. Please do something that's going to uh, give you a positive outcome. You know, um, uh, you know, we're just giving you two of our personal scenarios that we went through, you know, um, you know, with, with all that said, uh, we (laughs) believe us, we want the best for, ourselves and others i think it's just that we encounter some people who because of our conditioning we feel like we gotta we gotta prove something i don't know i don't know if it's that or if it's just like yo this is a natural this is a snap reaction based on how i was brought up because for me sometimes it does feel like yo i gotta prove something because i did the same shit when i was young. i've been doing this my whole life knowing how I'm perceived with mental health issues that, okay, this person thinks I'm weak. This person thinks I'm soft, uh, which, 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 uh, my internet troll had expressed. Um, so I, so I got to immediately offer the smoke immediately offer physical confrontation. So they know I'm with it. Even if I'm not like in necessarily the, the best circumstances to win, right. Motherfucker could be six foot five two eighty. I don't care, bro. Like I I'm, I'm going to offer the smoke. I just I just it's a snap reaction I just always have to do it. And anyone who uh really wanted to trigger me and get a rise out of me, they now know how they can do it. But this is I'm being honest about it and I'm trying to get better with all of that through therapy and medication. But like that's literally that's been my my bag, my whole life. That's my shit. Somebody wants to step up, I'm not going to step down
1: you know and i got to work on that oh yeah oh yeah that's why i said to you even when i when i brought up that whole case of um you know it's not about where you come from it's not a borough it's not a mm-hmm. oh i could say i'm from la i'm from Compton none of that like i respect all those people as anybody should respect anybody but bro i'm not going to lie i want to share a, another separate little story mm-hmm. that i found funny so i went to go chill with one of the homies um at his crib, you know what I mean? We was playing beer pong, you know, drinking, sipping, you know what I mean, doing doing regular. And um his people were from LA. And um, I am not gonna cop, I'm not in New York, I'm I'm in Pennsylvania, as I told you before. And uh these dudes were really like ODing, like they were kinda like disrespecting, like they like, oh LA better, like ain't nothing out here. I'm like, yo, you in Pennsylvania, bro. Like, it's like chill out and like like they were like doing too much um the one dude was like trying to bag my man's girl like he was touching her like it was mad weird bro and i told my man to his face i said why would you invite me somewhere like this when you know how i am with my mouth and i'm about to pop off bro like and i told him i'm like i tell people don't put me in a situation when you know how i am cuz i'll i like instead of talking i'll do something but in those cases i'm i'm it's like five niggas and only me. Mm. So you think they going to let their man get hit and just not do nothing? You know what I mean? So I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to talk tough. I don't be hanging out there trying to be out here, mm. you know, flashing, flashing a blicky, flashing knives, none of that. Like, I got two hands.
0: Mm.
1: You know what I mean? But when it gets to the point where people want to do all that weirdo stuff and ganging up and and, and and all that, like, come on, man. Like, it's not that serious. So the the point of the matter is in the story is that the consequences in that situation is that I did really walk away because I could have got it Mm popping. You know what I mean? And it wasn't because it was five dudes that I didn't do it. It was just because it was my man's crib. He was in a part of Pennsylvania that I knew that if I would have got it popping, that I would have got in trouble. Mm. Automatic. So I just had to drop it because Like I said, I just had to drop it at the moment, but he knew what the vibe was, especially when I got there. I'm not one of those type of people. And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be, like I said, if you invite me somewhere, I try my best. I'll try my best to be cool and casual, but, um, you know how I am. If you, my, if you, my dog, then you, my dog, if you know some other nigga who wants to chill with us, um, I'm not saying um, I got to know some all about, whole information. It's all
0: about the vibes at the end of the day. Like you, right, you too, that too. I remember us talking somebody, about it.
1: You no, know? I, nah, I remember us talking about it. I met cool people. I don't want that to be said and known. I met some cool people in my past. I'm just saying sometimes it's difficult to be around people uh, that you don't know yeah. that are doing weird shit around you. You get what I'm saying? Like, if they start doing weird stuff, moving funny, yeah. like, that's that's the signal to be like, nah, all, I can't be around i have been in,
0: in certain situations. Like, I've, you know, I've been around certain people. They vibe is a little different than mine. They fuck with certain things that I don't fuck with. But I try to, like, I don't like to judge. But what I do is um, I just, I let them rock. And then afterwards, I'll be like, yo, I'm just not fucking with that no more because I see how y'all rock now. You know what I'm saying? But, oh,
1: yeah oh yeah, I peaked, you know man. it
0: is what it is you know, uh bringing it back to the the theme here with the consequences, you know my particular consequences had I gotten you know the physical altercation that I desperately wanted that night uh that I sometimes <laughs> occasionally still want i i you know bro we we' we're looking at jail time. We're looking at somebody dying. We're looking at all types of fucked up shit and a lot of times that shit weighs on me. Sometimes I wish I didn't have to think about those things. Like, at the end of the day, I'm being real and super open, honest. That's what we do in here on Anxiety in the Hood. I I want to share my experiences. I don't hide nothing. I'd be a hypocrite after everything I've been through to still, like, hold shit back or not tell y'all the truth um so i'm going to stay true to that I, i've you know full disclosure i've been in and out of mental facilities you know um it all short stays uh not for anything long but the last breakdown that i had uh walked myself right in and i pleaded with them to keep me i asked them, can you can i stay here like i want to stay and they were like nah you know it sounds like you just had a bad night we're gonna let you go um and the reason why I wanted to stay is because I felt free in there. I felt like nothing, no consequences from the outside world, knowing that nothing could get me in there. Now that probably could have wore off after a few days. I don't know, but I just felt like, yo, I mean, obviously there was people in there that was really like, I feel like I'm on the line of like, yo, with medication and therapy, I could really, really get better. There were people in there that, yo, I don't think, like, they had me in there with some niggas that was like, yo, bro, y'all ain't getting out of here, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, but but God bless them. I mean, they they had some serious, serious issues. Mine are, are unfortunately not there. Um, you know, uh, and, you know, you and I, we got a friend, grew up in our, our or had a friend, uh, grew up with the same neighborhood. We all grew up together. Uh, dedicated the first episode to him and uh, the ones that uh, also lost their lives. Uh, You know, he, everything happened the way it happened because of unchecked mental health issues. You know, I truly believe that had he gotten help, uh, things wouldn't have ended the way they did with him and um, his late girlfriend and her daughter, you know, so that still weighs on me right. that still hurts you know to to think about
1: that i'm not gonna cap i I know what you're saying you know like i said you know i always want to say rp to my man as you know i have always had good um stories and and things that you know me and him have gone through and all i can say is that uh you know i hope he's resting easy no matter how someone takes the perspective of looking mm-hmm, at it mm-hmm. um it's unfortunate and uh we got to start really, you know, looking into different ways on how we can help people who, who are looking for help. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and as you said, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, this is the point of the podcast to get people to start listening and thinking like, Hey, you know, um, you know, these men are not afraid to express what they have to say. And hopefully, you know, there's people out there willing to listen. And,
0: that's, why, you know, that's why this, to help this platform to me was such a, you know, it was so important and such a big deal because I'm like, you know what, we can help somebody, even if it's just one person, like, we can help somebody, and one person is enough for me, like, then I know that uh, I'm not doing this for no reason. I've had people uh, reach out to me once I decided to be open and honest about what I go through, you know, so those same people have told me that, yeah, we're looking forward to you putting something out, Uh, we want to hear it, Uh, and they want to get further in they want to talk about coping mechanisms they want to know what should they do when they get triggered or what works or you know what doesn't work and you know we plan to talk about all that going forward here on anxiety in the hood and we're doing it in a way where we can relate to people in our urban community because unfortunately um this wasn't something that was uh, okay to talk about growing up where we came from. Nobody wanted to talk about it. Everybody just ignored it until shit blew up and either someone got hurt or, you know, someone said some fucked up things that made people say, oh, wait a minute, something's wrong here, you know? So, um, you know, now uh, mental health is is more prevalent than ever. I mean, I want to get the numbers, but uh, the cases of depression and anxiety in the United States alone uh, have skyrocketed now with all these studies. So, you know, it's it's definitely something to talk about in the here and now. And I feel like we'll definitely have people's ear going forward. What do you think, Pat?
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you, man. Because honestly, you know, um, I was definitely looking at um, something like a, it was like, you know, I usually use Snap for, you know, news and stuff like that. And um, it's funny you mentioned about the the cases of how many people um, are starting to open up about being depressed. They said, uh, uh, forgot what was the percentage of people um, that because they can't go out and they're not getting that interaction with, you know, in in the community that uh, it has doubled. So, you know, um, certain apps are trying to find ways to keep people um, involved and interested. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, because of the COVID, Um, A lot of things are, you know, seeming to be, you know, a little messed up. But hopefully soon we could, you know, get a vaccination out there for people to feel better.
0: I I got some, uh, I got something here from the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. Pat, you ready for this? It says here, anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the U.S., affecting 40 million adults in the United States, age 18 and older, or 18.1% of the population every year. That's how they break it down. So uh, 40 million would be 18.1% of the population, according to this. Um, You know, those are some staggering numbers. That's a lot of people. You know, that's a big percentage.
1: That is. And also think about it. Think about the people who are not um, going and getting, um, you know, maybe yeah, uh, some, to be analyzed. Help, you know what right? I'm saying. There's,
0: there's several people uh, who unfortunately don't receive the help they need. And sometimes it's just too late, you know. Um, I'm very, very fortunate to have woke up one day and just said and admit to myself like yo I need the help like I'm not in full control here and um ever since then you know uh I was always like anti-medication the medication has really changed my life and outlook on life um and the therapy along with it is really great to just talk to somebody you know a trained professional uh who who gets it you know and um you know um, that, and I'm trying to get into a little more of like uh meditation and things like that. Shout out to my, my boy Mike, man, he's gonna he's going give me some meditation courses.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, shout out, yeah. you know. Um, we want to give y'all listeners more to that. Um, shout out to my man Mike Quito, you know, aka you know, Feed the Mind. Yeah. Go check him out, man. My man is so nice and the, Feed the mind, man. Like wherever, uh,
0: wherever you can stream music, he's on there. Feed the Mind.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feed the mind, man. I'm telling you, that man is, uh, you know, not really uh seeing everything, but I could definitely say he's like the modern, like in my, and when I look at him, he's like the modern, like, like post Malone, but but with lyrics that, 'cause he's like, you know, what I mean, into that 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 type of lifestyle, and it's it's interesting to see what what
0: this, uh, the, stuff he the puts style out there. Is- Definitely like, interesting. I'm going to have to.
1: Right, right. Unique. And uh, I, I definitely think that if, if, you know, if you guys like uh, artists that are, like, not talking about, you know, women doing crazy stuff or, you know, he really digs deep into to his bag of yeah. of, of his instrument and he definitely I puts it out to, there. I'm going to have to, to
0: holler at him and see if I can get, like, we can get, like, a nice little intro done by him, bro. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I that would got be a so track. that's about anxiety. I don't know, but um, that would be dope. Um, that would be dope. <laughs> Anything <laughs> else, Pat, before we wrap it up here, bro?
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know if you're gonna end it, but I don't know if you got to see that, that dolphin game. I only wanted to mention the sports at the end a little bit because. I just wanted to shout out Miami. you talking
0: about the Dolphins and Miami Blacks? Dolphin. I, didn't, I did not see that. Perfect. Yeah. I, I saw. Uh, my
1: man, my man, Fitzpatrick was looking like he was playing because he had the opportunity. So he wanted to show that he's not, he's not old. Like he could play. He put it in his bag, bro. It was like 31-13. Uh, wow. Dolphins.
0: Did not expect that.
1: It was a real good game. Yeah, it was a real good game. You know, he he really went into his bag, man. Fitzpatrick is one of those, those quarterbacks that I was like, people always look at him like, nah, nah, nah. He went to a couple different teams, but he's showing that he's not, uh, you know, invalid. Like, he's showing that he got worse. So, shout out to that man.
0: Shout out to sports in general, man. D- during these times, yeah. man, I never thought... I didn't okay. think it would be possible during the pandemic. Um, some some teams are playing oh, with true. absolutely no fans. Some teams are playing with, like, a low percentage of fans. But just shout-out to sports for giving us some oh, form no, of, no, like, no distraction, lie. entertainment, and hope. There are some people who rely on their sports teams to win for hope. So
1: I ain't going to lie. Even the Lakers, you know, shout-out to them. You know, um, they pulled that win. And uh, it's crazy because... You know, um, I was looking at that game and, you know, it was looking like it was just like one of those close games that, you know, I was like, wow, like, you know, Lakers, you know, won that. Um, And then tonight we got uh, Miami versus. uh, Oh, Boston, right?
0: Yeah. Boston, right. I'm 830.
1: What's that series uh, looking like? Man, if, if Miami win tonight. Is over for Boston. Wow. It's three. Yo,
0: I originally, three-win. like, if I was a betting person, I would have lost so much bread, bro. I had picked the Clippers. Yeah, I picked the Celtics. Think? Like, this year is going different, bro. Like,
1: it is definitely different. Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I'm i not going to say I hope that Denver comes back and give the Lakers at least one more good game. Because then if they, if they have to be 2 2, um, I think the Lakers are gonna have a problem. I mean if if Denver wins that next game, the Lakers are gonna have a problem.
0: I'll, I'll keep it a problem. Lakers, we we said I mean we shouldn't assume we shouldn't assume things should be so easy, but we said this on the last episode with Ben, like, yo, nobody in the East is messing with Braun and A D, bro. I don't think like no matter who come out the East, like, you know, I just feel like it's too easy for Braun and A D right now.
1: Oh, well, I ain't gonna lie. It was funny because, um, uh, just a funny little story about this. I was out, you know, playing, you know, playing in the backyard, playing, you know, shooting hoops. And no lie, bro, I went to go, cause the hoop is not high, so I went to go bang it. <laughs> Yo, bro, no lie, came down like ad, and literally felt like I twisted my ankle, bro. Like <laughs> I was wailing. But um, you know, hopefully he, you know, it showed that he recovered. But I'm just hoping that. You know, no serious injuries come from that. And um just like I mentioned on that last pa- the last uh podcast, you know, um shout out to my man Saquon. I hope you know, I'm gonna keep yeah, on saying man. that no matter we, where we,
0: we you know, I it's not looking good for the return this season, but I tell you what though, I mean he's still to me one of the best backs in the league, bro. So, you know, we need that man. Like Giants, we we need that. Uh Dimes gotta get better. Um, he might not be the future answer, right? But he's what we got right now, and he got go. Get- right.
1: Freeman, I I hope he comes in and, and he can adapt to the, the playing format, and I just hope that, you know, they don't treat him like they treated any other players. But, of course, you know, with how uh, management and, you know, coaching is doing over there, I think there needs to be a change. So hopefully something soon.
0: Hopefully, man. Um, I want to uh, say to our listeners that we still encourage you guys to uh, send in some audio questions, please. We want to be able to answer any questions you have. We want to be able to speak directly to the listeners. And we also want, that interaction so that it gives us a few more topics, mental health to talk about, gives us an idea what you guys are going through and what you want advice on. And we're going to try our best to do that for you. Uh, In the meantime, I am Stadium J on Twitter. That's, we're going to be, we're going to be retweeting and putting up the link for your audio questions. Pat, tell them where they can find you.
1: Oh, yeah. So, you know, once again, everybody can find me on um, Instagram. It's official slim fat boy or on Twitter at BX underscore Teddy 85.
0: Last but not least, we are on damn near every platform now. It, it only took a few days, but we're on Google Podcasts. We're on Pocket Podcast, We're here on our host uh, channel, Anchor. Um, I We're we're pretty much everywhere. It might just be Apple that we're waiting on now. But, uh, you know, we appreciate you, the listeners. Thank y'all. Appreciate you for rocking with us.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to definitely have to check in on that next episode. You know, once again, we can get into more, you know, talks about anxiety, you know, even relationships. That's something that I definitely wouldn't mind, you know, having a, a conversation about, you know, it's always funny to be able to, you know, feel safe. And like like we say, you come in and give us questions, talk to us. We'd definitely like to hear from
0: y'all.